0: My plan is to get really drunk during this episode And just (laughs) And
1: then release it and say hey Dweller We can do it, you can do it
0: Yeah, I was actually practicing my Australian accent This week So this guy came at me the other day When I was at work and he had a knife And I was like whoa, why do you have a knife You're trying to rob me And he's like well actually here in Australia The gun laws are really strict so it's hard to get a gun So we use knives It's
1: not a knife, it's a spoon
0: Knifey spoony I see you play knife. you knif-
1: play knife <laughs> before.
0: That's not a knife,
1: we, oh, oh, dude. Dude, when we go to Australia for the world tour, we need to just have plastic spoons, and after every game, be like, hey, thank you for the game. Here's
0: a fork, <laughs> or here's a ah! knife, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you're in your I'm in my I'm in basketball shorts. This program contains strong language. Welcome back. Rage of Sigmar. Rage, Rage, Rage of Sigmar. And we are motherfucking back,
1: y'all. Welcome back to Rage of Sigmar,
0: my dudes <laughs> Yeah, buddy. How are you, Joe? I'm good. All right. That's it for episode six, guys. Catch you Thanks next time.
1: We've been Joe and Jake. This has been <laughs> Rage Sigmar.
0: All right, we go. All right, happy New Year's, fuckers.
1: Yeah. So welcome everyone back to the show. As always, we are led and conquered by our Monsignor Joseph M. Pagano. If I'm the Monsignor,
0: you're the Pope, man. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, I'd be the Junior. Can I? <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you Thanks. did there. Is there a Jewish Pope? No, no.
1: There's there's probably like an order of rabbis somewhere, but I you're asking the wrong Jew.
0: <laughs> all right, I'll write As that. I like down. to
1: say I'm I'm
0: a <laughs> I'm gonna write <laughs> that like down say, for the next time I meet a real Jew. i be like, yeah, hey, exactly, question. Exactly. My all my other Jewish friends aren't really practicing. Is there like like a secret society of rabbis? This damn top top rabbi is Dan Brown gonna write a book series about you? No no no, he see Jews don't have art. There's there's no
1: there's no Jewish art aside from all of Hollywood. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's just the film industry. Needs some time. Right. Oh wow, that's terrible. And I'm sure someone will call us anti Semitic for that. Yeah, my mom's not gonna like it when she listens to this. <laughs> Why did you say that for Jacob? Why haven't you called me? Alright. So what are you working on, dude? I see you got a fucking model in your hand right now. Yeah. So
1: I just finished up. The, the kit bash for the next set of my Stormcast Zinch guys. So I got a Lord Arcanum on the Dracoline, so this is the one that buffs up all the kitty cats. I got five more Evocators on foot, and this one, they actually have the, the dual hand weapons instead of the big staffs. Okay. And then I got 20, or I'm sorry, 10 more sequiturs. And the sequiturs, I really like their the mauls. I think the mauls look super cool. So what I've done is I give them Zinch heads, I give them Chaos Shields, and for the girls, because the the heads of the Zangor are really big, as it is, they're big on the male bodies, so they really wouldn't fit on the female bodies, which they made a lot more slender. So I'm using the heads from one of the Necromunda gangs. I think they look kind of dope actually. They're kind of so weird good. and, alt, you know, alt-rock sort of deal. Yeah. Um, and then I got three more of the Evocators on cats. And I'm just filling some some gaps right now, with some green stuff. I love filling gaps.
0: That's pretty good. Pretty dope. It's not that interesting. No, yeah. Thanks for fucking. What are you working on, Joe? Oh, um, I'm actually not really working on anything right now. I've got. Uh, st- I see you got something in your hand there. Oh, right, right now I'm holding a uh, old fashioned. Nice. Been drinking pretty heavy the last few days because of the holidays and oh yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's good. Anyway, um. I have 20 ghouls on my desk right now for... Uh, Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, aside <laughs> from the, That's for my flush Eaters, but I did get in the mail five uh, evocators from my good friend Jacob Berry. Shout out to Jacob Berry. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. Probably doesn't even listen. I know. The best part is he sent me all those models and no bases. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I sent you bases. <laughs> like, I didn't send you bases. <laughs> There's no bases in the box. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I don't know what I'm going to do with these. Uh, I'm going to have to go buy cool. bases. Um, you don't have just like a bunch of bases sitting around? I don't have 40s like that.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. I have 40s all day.
0: I have a 40 in each hand. So like all of my extra bases have actually come from the one Warhammer 40k army I built. And I don't mm-hmm. think I, there's any 40 mil bases in that whole army. Everything's like 50s <laughs> and 60s. So um, uh, aside yeah, from... I didn't
1: realize that he, that showed up in the mail. You didn't text me saying uh-huh. thanks or anything.
0: No, yeah. I don't. Fuck you. Um, I guess you were too angry
1: for the three times I've cancelled on you for recording this episode
0: Yeah, like I said, fuck you Um, (laughs) You Deserve that uh, That's really it, dude, I don't really have much else going on hobby-wise It's been busy with the holidays, dude Uh, I hear that But in the last couple weeks, I finished Red Dead Redemption 2 I don't know if I talked about it on the last episode, did I? I don't think think so I think you did Um, That was sad I cried A lot When your horse died yeah. Also, when other things died. And then I also finished The Office, which I had never watched, and I cried at the end of that. When Michael died? Yeah. And then... It real <laughs> twist that, that well, Dwight killed him. He used him for potato fertilizer. <laughs> Even though he makes beets. Okay. Moving <laughs> so <on>. so close. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I feel like our episode has already lost all steam. Uh, somebody asked us about hobby resolutions right in our questions or just like the dumbest resolution all right i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves this isn't really our question section but i do want to talk about my hobby resolutions for this year definitely i have two one of them is to post more often on the website that i pay for because i think there's three posts on there and that's it and we've had it for over a month and uh did
1: you did you post a second time because i've only done
0: one i posted twice i posted the first post was the picture of my deep kin and then Uh, a little progress on that zombie dragon. Oh, nice. Okay. So that's definitely going to get more content in 2019.
1: Um, Yeah. I'll definitely piggyback on that and say that I've having only done one article, I'll definitely try to create some more content with you. mm -hmm. I think we could, we could very reasonably get out two to four articles a month between
0: the two of us. Yeah. I feel like right now things are a little crazy because I'm working a lot and with the baby and all the other shit we got going on, but I feel like after she's a little older, because, like, when they're, like, infants, they're really hard to, like... Like, anytime they need anything, they definitely need you to help them with it, and it's especially right. for entertainment-wise, like, staying entertained, so you have to give them a lot more attention. Once they give you about, like, six months, like, you can kind of hand them a toy and walk away for five minutes... Right, and like leave them in like a dark room or maybe a a sub cellar or something or a
1: yeah, or just like just like on, your your knife closet.
0: Yeah, good point. Good point. My knife closet is a very good closet for her. Um, but no, Thread like size. you know, right now she needs she likes to be held a lot. So, but definitely in a couple more weeks, I'm sure. she'll... In her
1: defense, I really like to be held a lot too.
0: See, I don't. I don't like people touching me. Yeah,
1: that's why we're friends. We complement each other. I like your hair. What? I like your hair.
0: I like. Well,
1: I don't. No, don't say it. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> you like the shine that comes off where the hair would be.
0: I like it. It looks good. I feel like if you were driving a car and coming in the opposite direction, and it was like pretty much it was in the morning, and I was driving west, but you were driving east, I would be blinded too.
1: I fucking hate you. <laughs>
0: Sorry. This has been Rage of Sigmar, ladies and
1: gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.
0: Yeah. Bung, bung. So, um, yeah, that was one, and the other one was to get better at green stuff. So I'm going to try and green stuff more shit.
1: Yep, that's real. Are you hoping to actually custom sculpt stuff? Like, what, what's your... Um What's the end goal of this?
0: Well, I don't think I'm... I'm like, I'm not a natural artist. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... So I don't think I would be a very good sculptor. But I think, like, maybe being able to fit some... uh Nice looking fur, or even a cloak. Like I saw someone on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. It's probably somebody that we know was doing some really nice, like cloaks recently. And I was Was like, on Stormcast. Yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, that was that was Herner. Steve Herner. Yep, he's the one that runs Holy Wars.
0: Yeah, his shit looks good, dude.
1: His everything he does is so over the top, and he puts in so much time, and it looks really good. He once. Sculpted cloaks for his uh, Kernop hunters and did individual leaves on every single cloak.
0: Wow, that's extreme! Yeah, I, I never heard of tre- way too much time. It's a lot of trees being cold, dude. I didn't know trees got cold like that.
1: <laughs> it's more of a fashion statement. Just you know, it's in right now. It's this season. <laughs>
0: it's, it's fuck. All right. So, do you have any hobby resolutions,
1: dude? Yeah, I'm gonna try to make sure I get some paint on models every single week or i'm building something every single week or i'm playing every single week because i right now i've been really up and down like one week i'll get i'll paint every day and i'll make good progress and then three weeks go by and i just let my stuff sit in the corner
0: yeah it's, and so it's hard to
1: build momentum
0: yeah you want to be more consistent with your time right
1: yeah exactly hmm. uh, so right now i'm putting in the time on the just gap filling and shit like that so that hopefully this week I can do some painting in the evenings ideally I'd like to do some hobby every single day but I also don't think that that's super realistic
0: yeah that's pretty tough because I've, I've pushed for that in my life I've been like it just doesn't I don't even come close If yeah. like, when I lived in California I could probably get five days a week that was like pre-kids and pre-living with my wife and pre-having and, yep. a two-hour yeah. commute to work so yep 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 man life was good then
1: After- Man, it was the best garage you ever lived in.
0: Yeah, I did live in a garage. Thanks for reminding me. This has been Rage of Sigmar. Actually,
1: actually just wanted to remind everyone else. <laughs> just that you used to live in a, in a basement garage. Or were you above the garage?
0: I was actually in the garage. Like, in it.
1: <laughs> was it crammed, or did they have, like, a Mini Cooper?
0: No, yeah. Um, I actually slept inside of the project car that they didn't even know i lived there it was pretty good <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just convenient they had an airstream indoors
0: yeah and also they just, had they had a you know their wi-fi was unprotected so it seemed like a good place to live
1: mm, smart yeah but you paid them rent but they didn't know you were
0: there oh i left it in little packages
1: they definitely thought there were bombs i don't think they ever opened them
0: yeah all right. So anyway, so that's that's, that's my, my sad life.
1: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So moving on, let's get into our segment on LVO. So we're both going to LVO. We both are taking both a two thousand point list for the championship event, and then when we don't make the finals on the last day, we're going to be doing some teams. So Joe, what uh, what list are you looking at for that?
0: For the which one? The teams or the championship?
1: Let's talk about let's talk about the championship first. We can both do our championship list, and then we can together talk about our team list because. I don't know about you, but my championship
0: list isn't finalized yet. Okay, so my championship list is the list that I've talked about probably six times on the show. Uh, it's a... Because <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: six episodes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's an Akeli and King. Uh, well, no, excuse me. It's Volturnus. Uh, he's my general.
1: So not just A, Achaian King. It's the, the Achaian King.
0: King. Yep. Uh, so that fucker is my general, and then I have two soul renders. Uh, One of them is going to be wielding the minus three rend weapon for Chamon, And then... uh, Chamon. Yep. And then I'll have a Tidecaster. And that's it for Heroes. And then I have two units of 30 Namati Thralls, a unit of six uh, Morsar Guard, and a Turtle. Now,
1: you haven't gotten any games since our last podcast, right? Because I certainly haven't.
0: No, I haven't had any fucking time at all
1: okay uh so i think the big thing that people are gonna think when they look at your list is that turtle's not worth the points right so <clears throat> and you've you've had a vastly different experience than that from from our conversations
0: i think when you put 60 thralls on the board people will go well i have to kill those and they do kind of melt yeah. they melt easy mm-hmm. so there's like a trick i feel like the trick is to not is to, like, know when to commit and when not to, like, be able to recognize the situation. With, with as, the Thralls or with, uh, with the... With the Thralls, the definitely. The, the Thrall... Okay. I feel like the Turtle is very good as your ace in the hole. Okay. Because people are going to be very worried about the Thralls, in my opinion. And that's kind of what happened in right. the games that I played. Like, people are like, well, th- those Thralls are really... can put out a punch. They're, yep. they're pretty decent. You know, they're really good in combat. And, like, you know, they do die easy. So everyone's like, well, if I concentrate here and like it's okay i'll let you take 30 thralls at the board because
1: i'm gonna get bang for my buck by killing what i know i can kill and i know it's gonna hit me back
0: yeah exactly so
1: that makes sense uh, and then do you also- find yourself playing with volturnus and the turtle a little further back because like i know the turtle has to be up enough to to buff the thralls but do you find yourself playing a little further back with those two so you can get your counterpunch with them
0: um not really, because I don't really use the turtle to protect the thralls as much as I use it to buff the 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 morsar guard and Volturnus. Because Volturnus around the turtle has like a two plus save. So he's not really giving yeah. he's not really giving a fuck about much. Yeah. So Gotcha.
1: Okay. Well cool. So that there's no changes to your list. You've got the the minus three rend on what the soul render
0: yeah on one soul render and that's just to give him the magic item for places of yeah. arcane power and uh relocation orb oh well, he, no he doesn't do anything in re- uh, yeah he doesn't do anything really relocation orb i'm sorry
1: but but he's good for poap
0: he is good for poap and my next three rend on him is good cuz every time he kills someone i get to bring back an additional thrall
1: yeah and his attacks are damaged too so it makes you get even more bang for your buck Yep. That makes sense. That's cool. And he's is he getting buffed by Volturnus' aura? Uh
0: what the he reroll Kellyan's? ones? He an- no, he's not a yeah. Kellyanne. No, he's uh oh, he's Ishlin. He's, he's Got Shlian. it.
1: Okay. That makes sense. That sounds like a pretty solid list. I'm excited to to see it play and actually see it in real life.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. Definitely. Uh, so, so so do you want to go list? over you don't have your champions list done, right?
1: No, I'm still sort of workshopping it. So um so what it comes down to is I don't know what models I want to paint cuz I don't have any of it fully done. I hate you. So I know I I need to well I'll I'll have our 1250 done that won't be a problem. The question is what am I going to do for my 2000 point list cuz I'm not going to take the same list I took to those three events that I did in September to LVO and Chaos, GT, and Facehammer.
0: So you mean I, Nova, right? One, Not LVO?
1: Yeah, Nova, I'm sorry, thank you. So, the one I'm leaning towards right now is taking the Arcanum on the Draka line, taking six of the Evocators on Drax, and then a unit of ten Evocators on foot, a ten, a five, and a five of Sequitors, and a Relictor and a Castellant, and then probably some... Uh, some endless spells like Shackles and maybe Pendulum and Maelstrom. Or just sitting at 1940 so that I can get a command point.
2: Because
1: hmm. that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. The the Arcanum's command ability buffs the, the cats. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah. So that's that's it's solid. Uh, I like that it has a big unit of the cats and a big unit of the foot evocators. And then having a 10 of, of sequiturs is pretty solid. People aren't going to want to come fuck with that and mess with you. So I kind of like that idea too. The other the other list that I'm toying with, and I don't think I'm gonna do it because it's a bad idea, but the idea I've got here is get an Arcanum on the on the Griff Charger, get a cast to buff people's saves, then take six Paladors, which everyone thinks are garbage, and twenty or two tens of sequitors and five Judicators. And then three guys on cats and the five evocators. So that's the fewest models I have to that I have to paint, and then probably take shackles in the comet so I can shackle people in place and then drop a comet behind them so they can't run away from the comet. Seems like a pretty diabolical plan that will make me a lot of friends. Um, But the problem with that list is it only has two big anvil units. So the sequiturs, no one's going to want to come near. Six paladors, I think, would do some work, but people... Like, I don't think it would go in and kill another big hefty unit so i'd have to sort of chaff people up for stuff
0: i, I feel like uh next general's handbook is going to make evocators a lot more expensive so you, you might as well go play with those toys now while they fit in the list like that yeah for o- sure over the also
1: Id- the the last list i have is has a arcana on the on the cat and then three units of three cats 20 sequiturs two fives of judicators and a comet and shackles <laughs> so the problem with that list is i haven't built five more judicators and i'd need to go and build another three cats and so i'm building i'm painting six cats and five judicators and 10 cycloters and a comet so i don't think that's happening for LVO.
0: yeah cuz LVO's in what five weeks
1: <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> so realistically it's one of those first two
0: i'm not going I'm leaning I'm, I'm gonna let you know dude i'm not going to vegas to watch you fucking paint on the last day before the tournament like I'm you not, love to do good. all right because we're, <laughs> we're gonna i hate doing it i are gonna done be so fucking hammered twice. that day dude. you're not painting shit
1: drunk painting at the
0: strip club yeah we're just gonna be taking <laughs> gold spray paint but like krylon and spraying your models and then like dipping them in like in like a can of fucking army painter dip and slapping them on the yep. table and calling them good. Yep. Not even having bases. And then no, we're just going to take like one brush stroke of black and be like three color minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Walk away. Uh, we did that in 20 minutes. Let's go get drunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you mean get drunk? Stay drunk. Get drunker. So yeah, those are the lists I'm playing with. I'm I'm leaning towards the one with the big unit of six cats and the big unit of ten evocators. I think that's a good um,
0: list. I like that list.
1: Yeah, I think so too. The problem is it doesn't. I don't get the comet which I want to use. I don't think the comment's going to go up in points, but I think the way that evocators are going to go up, I expect to not be able to play this list again in six months.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll you know, everything's so there's a change. That's how it goes. That's true. know it's better now than it was was 10 years ago when you'd get a book and you'd have to deal with it for eight years
1: yep absolutely true i'm not i'm not complaining about it i don't i think well no it sounds like you're
0: fucking complaining about it so let me refresh are are you crying i hate gw are you crying
1: no no there's something in my eye (laughs) i just have a lot of feelings (laughs) want to bake a cake for everyone that's awesome yeah
0: thanks all right, so anyway. you want to hear about my team list, or are we going to just talk about you all day?
1: I do. I, I mean, I would love to talk about me all day.
0: Oh, I didn't mention that. But uh, my, so my 2000- back's been hurting lately, and I want
1: to
0: talk about <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't mention the Enclave that I was playing for my 2,000-point list, and that's Morphin. The
1: same one as always, Morphin.
0: Yeah. But we're <laughs> playing something different at 1250 for the team tournament, motherfuckers.
1: Oh, shit. What yeah.
0: What? Uh uh, f- you again? uh flute man flute man
1: <laughs> Fu- i think you mean jethro toll yeah this is the jethro toll <laughs> yes enclave.
0: sitting on a park bench painting <laughs> miniatures <laughs> with bad intents hey Aqualung. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be aqua I, I loved aqualung as
1: a kid
0: is that is that something about having pneumonia I have no
1: idea I thought it was about a homeless man
0: it is but like do you, do you think Austin that like the why does his lungs sound like it's filled with water cause he's dying
1: oh, that's deep never thought about that
0: no I I don't know if you know this I played the flute as a
1: kid but I really liked rock music and so I listened to a lot of Jethro Tull I can play I can play Bure, I can play some of those songs like My- the, the the flute solo songs
0: Oh, my God. You know what my favorite fucking Jesuit Sol- Tall song is, though?
1: Thick as a Brick, the one that's 45
0: minutes long? <laughs> no, it's fucking Bungle in the Jungle. <laughs>
1: Bungle in the Jungle. Bungle in the Jungle. That's all
2: right by me. Hee, hee, hee.
0: It's my jam right there, dog. So how many listeners do you think we have left? Six. How many did we start with? Six. All right, sure we didn't lose any. And it's all because your mom downloaded the episode six times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how to use this, Jacob.
0: Oh, man. Oh, she doesn't listen. She hates me. <laughs>
1: they love you. Are you
0: kidding me? You I don't... call them way more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just check in with your parents periodically. Hey, Mr. Barry, hey, Mrs. Barry, it's Joe Pagano. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, Jacob's well, alive. How are you doing? Got my <laughs> Hey, uh, listen, I know you guys don't eat pork, but I sent you some bourgeois. You got to try it. <laughs> with a nice mortadell. hello mortadell, you fucking jerk fucks oh i'm sorry <laughs> you forgot you were talking about my parents no yeah but no yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no yeah no but not yeah no you know yeah,
0: oh, no, I, yeah i really wonder if it's confusing to people outside of the united states that new yorkers will say yeah no for, for which means for no, no yeah and no, oh, no yeah. yeah which means yeah which means yeah so <laughs> like, they're like what the fuck are these people talking? about Don't get me started on no yeah no <laughs> no yeah no yeah uh, yeah God. no yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit fam. What
1: about yeah yeah
0: no family? Uh, what about does it offend you? Yeah. I, I don't
1: know. What is that one?
0: That's a band.
1: Oh,
0: mm. I believe you. Let's talk about your your 1250 list. All right, my 1250 list, my fucking secret enclave. I don't know why it's secret now, but I just add It's not secret anymore. (laughs) Secret enclave. I feel like all enclaves should be secret, like, I'm part of this secret thing. Anyway, it's Flute Man. I think we already talked about that like five minutes ago. Anyway, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just drank a lot of mimosas for breakfast. It's New Year's Day, motherfuckers. Um, Wait my general is a Tidecaster, so she could flip the Tides, and I can do some funky shit. Because in round one, turn one and turn three, if you flip the Tides, uh, Feuthin gets re-roll once to hit in combat. Because
1: they get that during the... the not the High Tide. Like yeah, them? it's the... Uh, it's the pre-High Tide, right? Yeah. Not Ebb, because Ebb is going away.
0: Yeah, but Ebb Tide counts as that of the Tide. Arriving tide or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't like once yeah. again Guess what I don't have They don't have your book <laughs> never have my book dude. why would I need that thing? It's a fucking have paperweight. You, do you own you don't own the book do you? No, I do I just don't use it
1: No, I do I just don't <laughs> use it. So you sound like you sound like Christopher Walken who plays Warhammer, but doesn't know any of the rules.
0: Oh, uh, you're really hurting my feelings right now. I don't, no, I'm for, not that's like I'm, the <laughs> best compliment anyone's given you all day Sam. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like Christopher Walken, so I'm terrifying and always possible he was a great orangutan in Jungle Book. Let me just say. He was in Jungle Book? Yeah. The original? No. Oh, I've never seen that. The enough.
1: animated one that came out like two years ago.
0: I would never watch that in my life. That's a
1: lie. You're going to go see Aladdin? You're going to go see Lion King with
0: Beyonce? No, I'm not. I hate Beyonce. Yes, you are. No, you don't. I guess you're right. You I don't. don't. I'm not there you big- go. I, just don't, I don't know, man. I like it. I don't know why I have to put a ring on it. It's so... Much pressure on me All the time It doesn't have to be Like a
1: marriage ring It could be like an O-ring Or a onion ring ring. Yeah (laughs) if you love your dick Put a dick ring on it Or
0: if you're in New Zealand it's burger rings The best snack I've ever eaten in my life
1: you're making that
0: up i swear to fucking god if someone from new zealand or australia or i'm just assuming you guys have the same snacks because you're close to each other (laughs) i don't know if you guys have the same snacks but if someone in the world lives in a place where they make fucking burger rings i will send you my address and whatever you need i will send to you from america if you want warhammer models at american price sent to you illegally we could do some fraud i don't give a fuck send me burger rings if you sent me... It's just
1: like, is this just ground beef in a circle? No. It has, like,
0: a hole in the middle? It's like a... For an American, it would be, like, a Funyun that tastes like a cheeseburger. That sounds amazing. They're so fucking I don't, good I, don't, I swear I don't, to god I don't, so Dan from AOS Shorts when you hear this could you put up an article oh my, about different types of burger rings holy fucking shit Dan if you send me burgers I will fucking give you burger I'll, burger rings. I don't give a shit I will, I will suck your dick send me all I need them in my life I, the last bag of burger rings I had I was in the bus I was going from Taupo to fucking uh, to Wellington and I had them in my bag and there was this lady and this kid behind us and they were super annoying <laughs> and I was trying to be nice cause I'm in another country you know. I'm not going to turn around and be like,
2: hey, tell your five-year-old You're to the shut fuck the fuck up. up. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I'm trying to eat some burger rings up yeah. here. <laughs> they stole my goddamn burger rings and I know it, all right? Because they went missing. Really? I don't know it's true, but they, I blame them because I can't live in a world where my wife ate my burger rings when I was sleeping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she probably still has them. <laughs>
0: <sighs> She's just been hiding it from <laughs> you this whole time. Oh my god. So yeah, Dan, Let's if you... S- home. Dan, I swear to fucking God, dude, send me your burger rings. I don't care what you have to do. If you have to kill someone at customs, you get me those burger rings. I swear, they're precious to me. They're very precious to me. Anyway. I don't understand uh, the joke. Continuing. So a Tidecaster is my general.
1: On. We got their one <laughs> bottle. <laughs>
0: Followed... I don't know what spell. I don't care. Um, following...
1: Freezing Mist. S- soul,
0: oh, soul scryer. Can't take Freezing Mist, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm playing fut- Flute Man. Jethro Toll. Yeah, I'm playing Tull. Um, nice. They have soul scryer to do some deep strikey bullshit. And two units of 30 Namarty Thralls, and uh, one unit of six and, and Morsar Guard. That's it. So basically you just took out Volturnus and a
1: turtle from your 2,000 point list
0: and two and soul like renders and two soul yeah renders. there we go and I added a soul scryer so.
1: now flute man every every model re-rolls ones or is it just the, the mounted guys uh, in, the, in the right tides oh,
0: I shouldn't uh, ask you questions about your book I don't know because my book is literally like 40 feet away and I'm not getting up to get it <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Why are you angling your camera
1: further and further higher? Are you, like, jacking off on your nipples or something?
0: <laughs> I want you to only see my forehead. I just want you to see my forehead. Because when I look at you, that's all I look at is forehead. Or I could say... Five <laughs> head. I could say five head. There you go. I didn't even realize my camera was like this. just uh, my eyebrows. <laughs> Sorry.
1: To be fair, that's all I ever see of you anyway.
0: This is literally the first time I ever really got drunk while we're podcasting, and I'm sure it's going to make <laughs> a terrible episode. So
1: I really hope you edit this super drunk, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Why not? So All right,
1: so my my half of the team list, I'm going to have the Arcanum on a Griff Charger, who has the healing spell, which is pretty cool, and he's also going to get Azerite Halo, which is a spell that makes it so any saves I make of a natural six, bounce back mortal wounds. And what's interesting is the wording doesn't say in close combat, so that includes shooting, which is cool. Um, I have a castellan, and I'm going to give him some item to give me a third scoring unit for poap, um, similar to what you did. I might do the the ren three item. I might do something goofy. There's like a there's a funny one called the like gargant bone knuckles or something, where you during your hero phase, I think. You, you, you choose to to use the Gargant Bone dice, and you roll three dice. And for every five up you hit, it does D three mortal wounds. Oh wow! So like units units within six or something like that. So I could make him into a little kamikaze hero, but I don't know that that's a good idea.
0: Hey, uh, so can, I'm I'm I, can I interject real quick? I got a question. As did you actually read what uh, scenarios were playing in the team tournament? No. Is Poop even in there? <laughs> No idea. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? What I'm, was I'm that? Building. Can I I'm ask you a what did Rob say about like players and tournament packs that we I should? No, you were pretty we drunk <laughs> last time I read you his fucking book, and you didn't listen at all. Yo, you know what, dude? I think he was saying that we should wipe our ass at the tournament pack. So that's what I'm gonna fucking do.
1: Yep, and hopefully you can you can get some knowledge about the scenarios through osmosis.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you did that.
0: <laughs> oh my god, one step closer to being as obnoxious as the legends of the painting men.
2: <laughs> 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 oh my god, asshole clowns! <laughs> All
0: right, that's sorry. All
1: right, moving on. Uh, got five judicators. <laughs> And ten seconds
0: and lift. <laughs> I'm not gonna, hey, gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. To the guy. I hope they're really offended that we did that. <laughs> <laughs> like, use
1: their no, because how could you simple. be
0: a comic and get offended by somebody making fun of you? It'd be hilarious. It'd be like the most ironic thing ever. All right. Anyway, sorry guys. We just pissed off the whole West Coast of the United States.
1: Is that is that who likes the show? I don't know. Who listens
0: to that show? Oh, no, that's where they live. They live in, like, L.A. or something. Oh, right, that, that makes sense. That explains why they're such terrible human beings. <laughs> Sorry. I have to I'm pretty that. sure one of them's got to be Jewish. I bet
1: we pissed them <laughs> off before this. All right. All right, moving on. I got ten <laughs> evocators on foot. I got five with the, the long-reach staffs and five with the, the dual-hand weapons, so I can hit over top. And then I got the comet. Um, so... My list is is pretty like tank and and take a charge and your your list is pretty aggro offensive get the charge off. Yeah. So I think I think we balance each other pretty well. I've got I've got one caster and then like the evocators can cast the spell on themselves or on other Stormcast units. Yeah. Um We should figure out what spell you're gonna take and see how we can make that abusive and like make people minus one to hit our stuff
0: oh yeah well i'll definitely like i think we'll definitely coordinate a little better uh at some point
1: yeah i at mean at some point
0: we'll read the back well not it's not even that dude you gotta think about it right like when we played afed like you just have to uh, have to have your list submitted like two months in advance sometimes for a tournament yeah
1: now it's like you just uh, roll up and give yeah. the to your whatever your you list. show up
0: with is what you got um so um fuck all this gaming shit when we're in Vegas we're going to be staying at Bally's we're going to have hotel parties we're going to all the best restaurants and we're getting shitty drunk
1: yep there's going to be a tiger in our hotel room Mike Tyson's going to come and probably knock us out to Phil fuck I was going to say Phil Kelly that's wrong (laughs) what's the name of the Phil Collins there we go
0: there you go wow dude that's kind of depressing you blew it
1: that almost said Phil Kelly. Yeah, so the I, rules writer for GW. I
0: didn't even know that's what it was. I thought it was just some guy.
1: Oh, no, it's. A, I mean, it is some guy, but so is Phil Collins. Mm. Uh, I wish. I really wish that this podcast we could like put it on YouTube or something because watching Joe fish around in the bottom of his old fashioned for the maraschino you know, cherry is really magical. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a toddler who hasn't really figured out how to pick up a like wet marble.
0: Honestly, dude. So let me tell you about these cherries, right? My wife hates me, so every once in a while, the correlation. So, so my wife can't really handle how expensive GW shit is, and okay. it's nice because it's like one of the few things my mom has my back on because my dad, my dad has a Harley. So every time I'm, my wife's like, "Oh, it's so expensive," my mom, my mom's like, you know, "It could be Harley Davidson," and then my wife shuts up for a while. It's nice. Um, all of her friends listen to this now. I gave them stickers. but uh, <laughs> So they're going to be like, wow, this do guy's I, talking I, a lot I, of shit about Lindsay. <laughs> like,
1: do do uh, Kat and... Uh, what's the other little one's name?
0: Do they listen? Uh, Alondra? Yeah. No, they they don't. Um, it's like her friends from high school. A lot, they're they're all from the same sorority. They're like my sister's friends, too. Anyway, uh, people don't need to know all this information about me. But, um...
1: Or your wife. So these
0: maraschino cherries are like a little 400-milliliter thing. It's like 20 bucks, so it pisses my wife off that I buy them. So I always make sure there that I do.
1: There you go. All right, so that is our lists. Um, I think we're, we're pretty well situated if we do come across POAP or Relocation Orb. I think you've got yeah. good stuff to come in off the table edge for like burning objectives for the...
0: Oh, uh, yeah, called. I know what you're talking about. The one where it's like, yeah. I think, you here's can, what I you think. You can burn where you can hold them. By the time that we get to the team tournament, you and I are going to be so hungover and so tired of playing games that we're going to just push shit forward and have a good time more than, like, actually care As about winning.
1: In the in the championships mm. where we get shitty drunk and, and push it forward g- and don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we'll do it after drinking for, like, four days straight, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, i'm looking uh, forward right. to it so what's that i'm looking forward to it
1: oh uh, dude i'm really excited it's gonna be a blast yeah um so if, any, right, so if any of
0: our listeners are gonna be at lvl let us know dude let's get together let's drink some booze um if anyone wants yeah, to please, hear the please the, let the, us know dm the, us on Twitter. yeah or even just tweet at us but um if you want to hear the loudest vomiter you've ever met in your life Oh my god, it sounds like he's shouting.
1: Joe and I were, so at my bachelor party, we were walking through the streets of New Orleans and Joe had just eaten a baked potato covered in sour cream and also had uh, what I think was a hurricane, which is like pineapple juice and rum, but it was the size of like a big gulp. (laughs) <laughs> and so we're walking to the next spot. Joe's walking. I think he's walking behind us. And all I hear is, it sounds like someone's practicing their karate skills. It's like, hi! <laughs> ha!
0: <laughs> hey! <laughs> it
2: sounded like you were doing a
1: ki to, to focus your chi for your next your yeah. next karate skill.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I think whenever this story gets told I have to insert that I stayed out the rest of the night and kept drinking. I did not bail out. You did. I fucking you did. Was
1: that the night that we went to we went to the swamp? Was that, that one of the nights we went to that the That was swamp?
0: the first night we went to the swamp because I remember walrusing two Coors lights. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know what a walrus is, is when you drink two beers out of the <laughs> bottle at the same time. But I was walrusing two course lights while we were while they were blasting DMX, and I was just trying to get hydrated from all the vomiting. Oh, hang on, Did wife needs shot,
1: help. Um, let's we we had set here that we were going to take a break, so we can just do you want to just reset and start our next section?
0: Yeah, let's um let's take a break.
3: Yeah. Uh, blue suit, crushed see-through, tooth was Oriental A teal tone locks prepared for my arrival. With two steaks, two grapes on paper plates. Caused two blind dates when I showed my roly face. I'm a doctor. I showcase patients without waiting. I jump out the wraith and start skating. A ice skater, a figure skater. Uh, figuratively speaking, they prepared for my impeachment. Mango seats with peach tint. My pajamas Gucci lint. That's not what I meant. I'm heaven sent. Uh, sent from above. Gloves. I'm Jacks in the taxis, yeah, step outside, point at the sky, blowing smoke out my lungs as wolves cry, uh, the chance taker, I shook dice with Vinny Baker, I load the Desert Eagle faster than you can do your makeup, I'm past you point Dexter's, I'm fashionably late to late night studio session with Willie Nelson, but I can sing a hook like I'm Barth Brooks, came a long way from dodging crooks at Forest Brook, keep the balcony closed, keep my philosophy locked up with my hypothesis possibly i can speak freely from the afterlife till then charcoal trench coat with the apple site chris cut jody high roller with the motor oil had to think twice because i'm bipolar chip on shoulder it was made by louis Vuitton. and And we are
1: back (laughs) ladies and gentlemen to the Rage of Sigmar podcast. I am still Joseph M. Pagano, and that is still Jacob E. Berry.
0: Wait, your middle name is... What's your middle name?
1: Elliot. Pretty Jewish.
0: Oh, Elliot? I was hoping it was like Eustace. Isn't that a girl's name? No. Anyway. anyway. All right, so (laughs) we're going to get into our
1: user feedback and questions. So our first question comes from Jacob Burleson. And actually, this question came during the podcast that we were recording the last podcast, and we didn't get to it because we're not good people. So we're going to take the questions now. First question, have you discovered any new podcasts you like? Well, actually, funny that you mention that. I did start listening to Legend of the Painty Man and promptly stopped.
0: <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
1: No, that's I just, mean. Uh, I No, I want to hear people talking about tournament games and talking about... Um, like, hobbying and getting into it. Really, they're, like, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to introduce people who don't know about the, the narrative and the fluff to it at, like, an accessible level, which is fine, but it, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Uh, but I did also start listening to Heralds of War, specifically when there was a whole Twitter beef because people called out the, the TO for the, the Australian Masters, Clint, which is one of the guys from Heralds of War. What happened? When people started talking. Basically, he made a ruling and it favored someone that he's friends with, but he made that ruling, I think, completely separate from that. And he's got a, a pretty strong track record of being a TO and making rulings absent of, of like who it favors. And it turned out he was wrong about it and it favored one of his friends. Some people got super butthurt, but um, I mean, that's life. Like People make mistakes. you got let to them, let them live their life. So I started listening to them, and I really, I really enjoyed their podcast.
0: Uh, I was gonna say I listened to Legend of the Painty Men too, and I just felt like they smoke a little bit too much weed for me. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it, the humor that they're 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 going for, or that that is their style, is a, a bit mm-hmm. too a little bit too cheechin chong for me. And that no offense, yeah. I don't want to be like, yo, you guys aren't funny. I hate you, but um, yeah.
1: I thought they had some really funny moments. I, I definitely think they're funny. I also find it distracting when they have like the Beavis and Butthead laughter every single time they say something funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I can't wait for I, I them to call us assholes they're, on they're Twitter.
1: Like, I mean that's the goal, right? No. So, um, did you say you started listening to to Doom and Darkness? No. Oh, cool. Never mind. Thanks guys. I like I like Doom and Darkness. I've listened to them a couple times.
0: Um They're a podcast? No. Yeah. But that's an 8th edition spell.
1: Uh, Yes, that is true. Minus,
0: minus 3 leadership.
1: Okay. But there isn't leadership anymore.
0: I know. So that should be minus 3 bravery. Alright, fun talk. What's next?
1: Yeah, this is great. Alright, next question also comes from Jacob Wilson. He said, Joe, have you played many games with your Deepkin yet? If so, how do you like the Thralls? So we sort of touched on this already, but and you've talked about your games in the past, but... At a high-level overview, how would you say your thralls have been performing?
0: I would say don't get in games that I play against my friend Mark, they're awful. <laughs> and games that I play against <laughs> anyone else, they're pretty good. So I would say just don't ever play Mark Williams and, uh, and with thralls, and you'll be with, fine. With thralls, specifically. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's good. And his last question is, Jacob, for conversions, do you plan ahead or improvise as you go? So my conversions are all kit bashes. I'm not good enough with green stuff to come up with my own sculpting. So really what I'm doing is I'm just looking for parts of models that I think look cool and then figuring out ways to to use them in conjunction. So for my evocators, for example, what I've been doing is I bought the exalted sorcerers of Zinch from from 40K and I use those as like the staff hands. And then I basically just chop off the, the weapon part of the, the swords, and I give them something zinchi either from the, the zangor kit or from the arcanite kit. Something that looks about the right scale. Um, so I just I get I'll, I'll like buy a whole, a whole box just to get bits and just to have weapons and little tabards and stuff like that to to add accents to the model, and then try to just do head and weapon swaps. So it's actually not all that complicated.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, All right. Next question comes from Kyle at Minimum Pants on Twitter. He says, how does at Big Jables sleep at night? So I'm going to assume this is in reference to the fact that I called Ty out three months ago for his garbage challenge on Twitter. And then I still haven't actually written him a big challenge. And to that, I will say, Kyle, fuck you. Because I'll get to it when I'm damn well ready. I've got tournaments between now and then. that I'm sorta of working on. So I don't have time to write per se an epic rap diss track for Ty and I haven't been able to get to it yet, but when it does come it's gonna blow your mind. For so sure. just relax. Gesundheit. Um no, how do I sleep at night? I usually so we have a comforter and like a duvet cover. Oh, and nice. I tend to have the comforter between my legs. I don't like having my legs together. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I tend Cause, to sleep that because you're a whore? Look, <laughs> <No>, some fat. <laughs> and, like, it feels gross. <laughs> and then I usually have the duvet cover over me.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, I usually I just sleep like at night sleep with my eyes closed.
1: I thought about that joke, and then I thought, I'm not a dad yet, so I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> but you've got an infant, so you get to make that joke.
0: Uh, that's
3: awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kyle also said he assumes I have a really cool racer bed. I think he meant to say race car bed. Uh, but I do have a racer bed. I'm always first. Uh, I don't have a race car bed. (laughs) I thought you were actually laughing. That hurt. All right, Ty (laughs) at Fat Kids Ports asks, which pant leg does Big Dables put on first in the morning? I don't think it's the same every time, but I did pay attention to this yesterday, and I put on my left. Oh, that wasn't my pants leg. That was my shoes and socks. I think I do my right pants leg first hey Jay, here's a question do you put on both socks and then both shoes or do you go one sock one shoe
0: other sock other shoe hmm i put both socks then both shoes okay
1: do you do socks before pants
0: yes always
1: oh my god you're a fucking serial killer are
0: you serious well no because i wear work pants and my feet going through like hard fabric pants freaks me out is that weird
1: hard fabric pants all right, it so depends. Probably, like it, okay, so,
0: no, if I'm going to work, would you say it depends? No. No. <laughs> no, when I'm going to work, I do socks and then pants. If I'm not going to work, I do pants and then socks. Okay.
1: Okay, good. I was worried cuz if you do socks and then pants as a,
0: like that's a like, normal human that, being. That, that's like you're doing, probably a serial killer. That's like doing milk and then cereal, right?
1: Yeah, or like <laughs> just opening your your um your string cheese and taking a bite out
2: of it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what Lindsay does. It fucks me up it wakes me up every time (laughs) she's She's a sick sick, scary woman she's home now she can hear everything i'm saying i'm gonna die anyway let's go what's next
1: second question from ty at fat kids ports who is big spoon at big jables or at him of serpents
0: okay we sleep facing each other with our mouths open
1: yeah it's called forking
0: yeah get it right
1: all right, and his last question is to grot or not to grot. Honestly, uh, to I'm grot. Glad we got a chance to get to this. The answer is to grot. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. always to grot. The question is really only how much do you grot.
0: Like once I start grotting, I'm only going to drink Italian grape spirit, which is called grappa.
1: Oh, man. Grotpa.
0: Yeah, there we go. There we go. I that's got a, it. That's
1: a great idea. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gloomspire grits.
0: <laughs> grits.
1: Oh, you should have grits and grappa when you yeah. play Gloomspire grits and
0: grap. yeah i like this as we could do this yeah this is great we got this cool
1: all right next question comes from bryce at moose geeks he uh he's the one that
0: challenged me last. <laughs> oh my god i thought his twitter handle was moose cheeks like <laughs> <laughs> like the booty yeah i was like oh wow that's a i'm glad i misread that
1: that, that moose is thick yeah. all right his question is what is the craziest new year's resolution you've set for yourselves now we're going to take this as uh, as just like in general, not specifically this year. Joe, do you have any crazy New Year's resolutions you've set?
0: One time, I tried to learn German as a joke. That was my New
1: Year's. <laughs> <laughs> how did that go?
0: I learned how to say the man ran. How do you say it? <laughs> Der Mann ran. Er
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's as far as you got.
0: Yeah, and then I was like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. think.
1: I think the craziest New Year's resolution I ever made. Was probably seeing if I could stop jacking off
0: No way I
1: think I I think I made it three weeks
0: No way I did nope. I did make it three weeks I don't believe you I mean That's the dumbest okay. resolution I ever heard of in my life
1: I, I felt like So when I was a teenager and like in college I, I had like weird um, Man I should finish this sentence better I, I had like weird um, Guilt issues around watching porn And masturbating. And so... (laughs) I feel like like this is not something we should be
0: talking about on the air. Also, I did not know you were Catholic.
1: (laughs) Hey, Jews have a lot of guilt (laughs) issues also, man.
0: (laughs) I don't even... All right. I don't even know.
1: From Moves at Deathwing Craig from the UK. He asks, would you rather have an okay game and win or an amazing game but lose?
0: Hmm. Let's hear your answer first. I think
1: my answer is, is definitely amazing game and win. Um, <laughs> no, amazing, amazing game and lose. The thing is, if I have an okay game and I win, I don't know that my opponent had a good time and I don't know that I like made a friend that I want to see again and play again. If oh. I have a, a, an amazing game and I lose... I want to play that guy again. I want to get him a beer. I want to hang out with him. I'm going to keep in touch on Twitter. You know, like, I'm going to I'm going to keep that relationship going. And if I have an okay game and I win, like, you know, I'm not... If I, like, see that guy the next year at Adepticon, he's like, Hey, Jacob! I'm like, yeah! How's it going there? Was it Joe Pagano? Was that your name? You know?
0: That's a good one. I'm going to say I'd rather have a horrible game and win. So then I could be like, wow, you fucking piece of shit. That's what you get. No, um, <laughs> I would definitely say a, a Amazing Game and Lose over anything. Because I only do this to have fun and also to piss people off. But mainly to have fun. I would say 80% fun. The, the, the podcast is
1: to piss people off.
0: No, no, no. The hobby is mainly just to piss off my wife, who can hear me. So pray for me. <laughs> okay. You hear that? <laughs> All right. I looked. Dead in her eyes.
1: And I said, please don't make me sleep on the couch.
0: Bitch.
1: All but, right. you, but you said it, right?
0: Yeah. You said it? No, yeah, I said it.
1: You said it? Like, I she said She heard it. you.
0: I said it, yep. Yep. Cool. Yep.
1: All right. Scott Smith at we Men on Twitter oh, asks, yes. how bloody good do the Gloomspite models look? And was Santa good to you both? So let's take that as one question. And the answer is amazing, not so good.
0: Yeah, uh well Santa wasn't good to Jacob because I don't know if you know the Scott. I know you're and uh, first off, can we point out the irony that your name is Scott and you're Scottish? Like is that like a double entendre? Is that? I don't know. Sorry, Scott. We're we're bad people. But um Jews don't celebrate Christmas. Scott, so there is I'm, there is no Santa for 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 Jacob. Santa, Santa only cares about Christian kids. So unfortunately jacob jacob got a pen for passover it's like a back that's true it's like a back i got to, a quill you got a quill oh nice um and in my house i don't really santa was all right pretty all right to me
1: santa, was, santa brought you five evocators and a bunch of stormcast bits
0: yeah and also mannugs which were what i really wanted for christmas this year so now Is that my, a thing yeah they make moccasins dude i feel like my feet are in heaven
1: Oh my god! I'm actually really jealous right now. What was the first part of Scott's question? <laughs> <laughs> How bloody good do the Gloomspite models look?
0: All right, I would say the bl- most bloodiest, goodiest.
1: Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I would. Joe, what what models are you most excited about in looking at that range?
0: Um. Ooh, that's a good question. I really, you, Scott. I, <laughs> I really, really like that giant troll. The, not- tro-
1: the the dang cold trogoth or Troglord or something I'm
0: not gonna call it a trogoth dude I don't I don't care if I ever get people to tell me I live it in my past' live it in the past the rest of my life'm i calling them trolls hey,
1: but I heard you had a band
0: it's okay we were amazing we could have been somebody I could have been a contender um but those troll models are pretty dope although I will point out something I don't like about the troll infantry trolls Yep. Is that they have like those little tiny scenes on each of them. Like one has a rock tied to its head and one's got a little bird that's getting fed off of the rock that it's holding. And I'm like, yo, just because you can doesn't mean you should, GW. If those Mm -hmm. bits were optional, I'd be all about it. But they're obviously not. They're part of that. And I'm going to have to cut all of them off because I'm not painting all of that. Right. You know, like sometimes I feel like Games Workshop is doing a little bit too much. And that, I mean, Sure, some people will probably love it and think it's great. Oh, this is cool. They got these little things. But, like, when it comes to painting it, it's adding a level of tedium that is taking away the enjoyment of actually painting a model. If it was, like, a one...
1: Yeah, every, every single infantry model now is the way character was.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we don't need all that. You don't need... I yeah. I personally feel like we don't need all that. Like, I love the new models. I think they're great. But, like, when it comes to the point where, like like it used to be like if I had 30 of a model or 20 of a model or even 10 of a model it was like I could do all you the base. It out yeah you could bang it out but now it's like alright all the base coat's done for all their skin and weaponry and all that shit and now all I have to do is paint like the 17 little things that are on top of them also
2: yeah I think it's yeah.
0: be- I think it might be becoming too much um I'm not bitching about the models I love them I'm gonna buy them I'm gonna paint them but I'm probably gonna cut like the bird's nest off his head I'm gonna you know what I mean you know? like, and that's just the, the way I see it. So,
1: and that's okay, right? Like you're allowed to not think it's the best model out there. I think that they, I think the, my favorite is probably the new Mangler. The new Mangler looks really good. I, I like the old Mangler a lot, but the new Mangler looks super cool. And the fact you can put a Loon King on top of the Mangler.
0: Yeah, I really, do, I really do like that. I looked at those models; they're fucking incredible. I like, um, I like how thin the new Goblins are. They're like lanky. And I really, yeah. I really think that's a good aesthetic, because, like, the older... They look
1: like they don't... They haven't been, like, well-fed, in the caves are living in.
0: Yeah. Also, no, like, the um the new... Like, when you look at the whole new range, I was kind of bitching to you about this, and I don't want to seem like I'm like, oh, no, we didn't get new this, but we got all new this. This is... Uh, it's awful. But, like, the old Night Goblin models aren't going to mm-hmm. look right alongside the new Fanatics the new squig hoppers because I really love like the squig knights but everyone's going to be so lanky and thin and then you have like these old like little pudgy dudes in cloaks yeah you know what I mean like they kind of have like that look about them that's uh, that's a little more old like old world style you know like the old 8th edition models yeah. it's, it was that aesthetic yeah. the aesthetic's shifting but when you shift taken...
1: yeah so like they've taken with some of the new ones like the the new fanatics you see they've got these like their hoods are a lot longer yeah the, their bodies are are much thinner, and like it can be more dynamic. It's not just like this little chunk who's standing there with the spear, standing straight up like he's that old, um, that old farm painting. You know the guy. Yeah, with, yeah. The, like, American, it's, always, it's like American
0: Gothic, is the name of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like every single Night Goblin has about that. Like old Night goblins have about that pose.
0: Yeah, you're right. They're all kind of monoposed. There's nothing. Which which is which is fine in this game. That's fine, but some of the older models hold up to the new aesthetic. Like beastmen hold yeah. up to the new aesthetic very well.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, anything that was really without, hard to rank up being too busy in the way you were just talking about too.
0: Yeah, exactly. So when you look at these new models, they all look great. They're very busy, but they all do look great. And then you look, you're gonna have all that, and then your battle line selection, which. It's probably not true. There's probably a ton of more battle line, but if someone's going to run with night goblins, the old night goblin models, that's what they're going to have to take. And to me, I'm going to look at it and go like, that doesn't match.
1: Right. You should say that every time you play someone who's running those with the new stuff.
0: Be like, yeah. What are you going to do with all those out of print old models? They'll be like, they're the current models, like they look totally out of print. Pretty sure these were designed in 2001. So probably have to take them off the table, bud. Yeah. Probably
1: can't play with them. Meanwhile, they've got 180 models and you have no friends.
0: Yeah. So, on the overall, Scott, I really do enjoy the new um, Gleomspite Glooms, Gits. but Grits. And I really want to play them. Um, and I'm just a little bummed that they didn't get new Night Goblins.
1: We haven't seen the whole release. I, there could be more that's going to be fun to see. But I kind of think they're going to leave those Night Goblins where they are because they yeah. put them in that release. Yeah, they, and you see what they did with, like, um, with Daughters of Cain where they used the line and they just expanded it with some of the new stuff but you still are seeing the new rules making that that old unit really good
0: yeah but also it wasn't like witch elves were still the metal witch elves that they were they were right they they were new models night goblins have it they've been the same model since i'm a fucking teenager dude
1: right all right well that's our answer to that so the new models look great the old ones still are they're fine um So we had two questions about stickers, one from Tristan Gray at Tristan Gray on Twitter and one from Smorgan at Araby Rises. Look, if you want some Rage of Sigmar swag, drop us an email at rageofsigmarpodcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. Or you can DM us on Twitter, which is at of Sigmar podcast, and we will hook you up with some swag or just come shout at us at a tournament. Uh, We're going to be at LVO this year. We're going to be at Adepticon. I'm going to be at Brew City. We're both going to be at Triumph GT, and then I'll probably be at Nashcon and Chaos GT to round out the year. So come yeah. find us, um, or just what come I- knock on my door. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. It's 5414 A California Avenue, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, if you want to come get some sticks,
0: you really just gave out your address. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, next question comes. From <laughs> no, wait. Randy before F- before you T- before T- you continue, yeah. I want to. I gotta bring yeah. up a
0: point. Uh, I'm thinking about. We're thinking about making some some more merch, not just for like. I don't want to sell stuff to make money, but what we're, we're planning on doing is maybe getting like a roundabout on cost to have some t-shirts printed, and then um, kind of figure out like what it would cost with shipping, and then yeah, I'm gonna put like a pre-order up on our uh, website, and once that's up, if you're you know if people are interested, so if you're interested, send us a message on Twitter or uh, tweet at us or or send us an email. And if we get like maybe like 10, 15, 20 people or something, we'll we'll put it up on the store and uh a store on the website and do a pre-order and we'll get them printed and sent out to everybody. If you're, you know, if people yeah. are interested. I don't want to be like um a lot of podcasts now and uh the, everyone's into the Patreon thing. Everyone's into this whole like, you know, we're going to make money Monetizing. doing this. I'm not into the idea of doing this for anything more than a hobby. Um Yeah. And if we make money from it ever, I don't want to I don't really want to make money from this. No, I'm with you. So the point is we're
1: gonna we're basically gonna present the the shirts at cost. Um, we're gonna try to get a good deal on them, we're gonna try to get you the shirts and not be like, it's a thirty dollar t shirt. Fuck that, dude. I wanna get people like an eight dollar T shirt that says Rage of Sigmar because that's promoting our brand. Yeah, and they're doing they're doing us a favor. We should we should give them the best cost on yeah. it.
0: Yeah. If this ever becomes something that we have to justify making money off of it to continue doing it, I don't want to continue doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the the Patreon and the GoFundMe era of internet content creators, like, like I, it's not like we're making a comic book, dude. We're talking about something that already exists. We're just offering our opinions on it. People shouldn't have to pay us for that. I don't want to. Yeah. Get, we're,
1: we're, we're we're parasites. We're not content creators. We're no, parasites. No. We're most. Just, most we're of my jokes, out, I stole some from sake.
0: somebody else.
1: Yeah, me yeah. too. I mean, so yeah, but it. it so w- there's
0: that. But yeah, if it comes down to like, like we're gonna be given. St- if we're at an event, we'll have stickers. We'll be giving them away. So if you want stickers, so one meet thing. At the event. One
1: thing I saw at Face Hammer that I loved also was they made coasters and they put them out on every single table and people got to take those home. Uh, Mitzi and Jimbo did that for their show and I really want to steal that idea because it would be really fun to set out coasters. You know people are going to use them at events, and then if they don't, you just take them back. Or yeah. if they just use them and don't take them home, right? Like, cool, it's got some, like, beer condensation on it, but then I can take it and reuse it.
0: Yeah, I think that would be good for, a, like, a smaller GT event than it would be for, like, a LVO or an Adepticon.
1: Let's do it for LVO. Let's do it for LVO.
0: You want to do it for LVO? 250. There's that, that many? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Not doing that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like... So if you want stickers or Rage of Sigmar shirts, we're going to make some sucks-to-suck T-shirts. Um, just hit us up, and we'll make them, and we'll mail them to you, and it won't cost you more than it cost us because we're not pricks like that. We no do-
1: promises on sizes, though. We might send you sizes that are too small so that you have to wear a really tight shirt.
0: Yeah, honestly, we're going gonna- <laughs> Especially- <laughs> to... I, thought- I think we can make them all like the football Habsy T-shirts.
1: <laughs> yeah. That that or like hobby hockey jerseys and <laughs> that it's like way too big in every dimension.
0: Yeah, like we'll get like the old school NHL jerseys that didn't fit anybody, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could do that. So yeah. all right, yeah. so that's it for that. Sorry Smorgan and uh also Smorgan, we're not sending you shit. I'm sorry. Sorry. Joe's just angry because he reached out to Smorgan when
1: Smorgan was in New York and oh. he was literally what, five blocks away? Yeah. And Smorgan didn't get back to you for like two weeks.
0: I don't know if it's ever going to stop hurting. I can't wait yeah. to go to Australia and not talk to him the whole time on purpose. <laughs> just ignore
1: him. Oh, yeah. or let's just get his name wrong every time. Steven, right?
0: <laughs>
1: Stephen Monahan?
0: Yeah, Stephen Monahan. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. All right, what's the All next right. question? It comes
1: from, comes from Randy at T-A-U-O-R 1990 on Twitter. That was a classic mistake giving us his, his birthday. Now we know and we can Yeah, what's it like to be a, a, a
0: young 28-year-old, Tom? Huh? What's it like to have so many years yeah. of your life left? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fucking nerd. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. What is he, what is it's Randy like, want to know?
1: 89 for life. Yeah. Uh, so he asked for more info on the world tour. He asked which Australian attorneys were coming to uh, or which New Zealand ones were coming to.
0: All right, let me, let me bust this out, right? So when it comes to info on the world tour, we're currently... I just currently fleshed out like a like a bare bones um, itinerary for the big trip. The big trip is always for us as Americans going to have to be the Australia, New Zealand trip. And um, which is, it's super hard for us. Cause you got to think about it. Like it's me and Jacob plus our wives and more than likely my daughter too, who will be at the time of the world tour about one and a half, two years old. So
1: yeah, plus I'll be carrying Joseph's second child.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. everyone um, on the and- tournament, everyone on the world tour aside from me will be pregnant. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, so when we fly out, we have to kind of pull a trigger on where we're going first. So I was looking at AOS Shorts, looking at Dan's list of events for 2019. And most tournaments tend to be around the same weekends every year, uh, maybe one, uh, give or take a, a weekend. So I actually made a list of a couple of events. Now, when it comes down to the actual event, that um, when it, like what Australian event, my bottom line for that is always going to be whichever one the dwellers are at. Because there's, for me, if I'm going to Australia, those are the dudes I want to hang out with. Those are the dudes I want to drink yep. with.
1: Every other Australian, not the priority. Kakwa, you're not the priority.
0: No, dwellers like, only. Couch, Fox, you're not Fox, the priority. Fox, Fox Fack is for life. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, uh, I'm... A, I'm actually opening the file right now. I'm sorry. I thought I had had it ready, but I didn't. Um, right now, there are you two. Go grab your book too. No, it's too late for that. Right <laughs> now, there are on uh, off of Dan's website at AOS Shorts. Um, there are two week like uh, two sets of events that look really good. Would be like a really good like a good time of the year for us. A good time of the year to be in these countries where it's not too hot. The weather's not too inclement. Um, yep. So there's either this is 2019. These are not set, um, but I don't know if this is like an invitational. But on in April. The twentieth and twenty first of twenty nineteen, uh Please tell me
1: you want to go to the the, the Australian <laughs> Masters. <laughs> no. You be... should go back to back Australia and New Zealand Masters. That <laughs> would be
0: fucking hilarious. But no. It's the IOS Nationals for New Zealand. So if that's an open if that's like an open tournament registration, that would be a good yeah. weekend for us because the following weekend um is Border Wars, which is in um Border Wars, which is in Australia. For some reason it didn't save where it is in Australia on my computer. But um
1: pretty small town, Australia. Like I'm sure we could find our way there on a like a municipal bus. Um
0: I think it's in New South Wales if I remember correctly. And uh that same weekend is also BrisCon, which is in Brisbane. Okay, um,
1: so we have a good we have a good set of options
0: yeah that would be for the April if it was in may it would be uh uh may oh excuse me i might have programmed this wrong oh no this is correct may twenty fifth and twenty sixth would be the notorious g t which is in Wellington it's run by the notorious Age of sigmar guys uh yep. the podcast and then i think the eighth and ninth of june uh is sydney slaughter which is in awesome s- in Sydney, So those right now are the ones that are lining up for this year. So this isn't like a set thing. This We have to kind of guess. So what our real thing is, we were going to have a whole segment about this later on in the episode, but we could do it now, is that we're going to reach out to the guys in Australia and New Zealand and help us plan this trip. And all they have to do is tell us, we need two T- sets of TOs to organize their events within two weeks of each other. Yep. Now, um, That's all it takes. Our overall schedule right now is pretty much we're trying to do this where we get to visit your countries too and like see a good amount of it uh me and my wife have already been to new zealand and we loved it made it a great time and we're looking forward to seeing more of the country and, and and definitely australia and uh you know jacob and his wife were super pumped for it too we've never so, been there either yeah. yeah so we're it, it's going to take some time it's going to take some effort and it's we're just going to do everything we can to make it happen. So this is the th- the toughest one. And when it comes to other places, we have to get one other country besides the United States and Canada. You know, U.S. And Canada are kind of easy for us. So yep. so it's probably uh I mean Scott Smith who we answered a question for for about like ten minutes ago. Yeah. Scott invited us out to a tournament in Scotland that they have, which, which I which th- would be super dope. Yeah, we would love to go. So that's what the one we're looking at in Scotland is close enough to kind of call it a long weekend. Like Yeah. So
1: the only other one I was thinking about and I don't we haven't interacted with anyone yet, but um, like Iceland is actually not as far as it seems. It's like not all the way across the pond for us.
0: Do They have a GT? So,
1: I don't know, that's the thing. It's like I, I I was just looking at a map and like thinking about where where we could go right outside yeah. of going to England Scotland or I we had the Belgian guy reach out last Last yeah.
0: year. Uh or, I was,
1: <laughs> last year. Yeah, I meant last month, but whatever. Um so like those those three are, are easy tickets to punch for us to do UK. Uh, I was gonna or say or like also, England, Scotland, Belgium. But yeah, good.
0: I was gonna say also that the, the Braverly One British Open guys really want us to come out too.
1: Yeah, I would really like to go to Bobo.
0: Yeah. Same here. So we have a lot of options and we don't have a lot of time and money because we're not rich or you know, that's life for us. But we're going to do our best and see. It's mainly, I would say that the other three, the United States, the Canada, and the third country, which will probably be either the UK, somewhere in mainland Europe, or, I don't know, one of these. If, if Iceland has like a three-person tournament. Um,
1: <laughs> we can go and win it.
0: Yeah. I got fifth place. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, what if we went and took fourth and fifth out of... A- like a four person tournament.
0: Yeah, I even lost to the ringer. Um <laughs> but no, yeah, go whatever that is. Um that one's kind of flexible. We should start
1: looking at when when we're going to go to the Canada also cuz like even though that's easier for us, we should start looking at when it makes sense cuz we don't want to go to fucking Ontario <laughs> in like February.
0: No, I would I'm so I'm f- frozen. I'm fine with that because we I've we're going to fucking Adepticon to kind of March, dude.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It's not that bad. But yeah, yeah, I get you. You're not wrong. I mean, our friends, our um, friends have gone ideally, to PACA
0: in in February. That's yeah.
1: true. So that is that's very true. No, you're right. But I would. I think if I had the choice, I would probably rather go either during the summer when it's nice enough out, or go to Vancouver where it doesn't get as cold. But Vancouver is a lot further for both of us.
0: Yeah, I would also say that for me, with my job, because <laughs> I don't just want to go to Niagara. No, yeah. I want to just get, go to the closest part of Canada to New York City, but um, I was also going to say, uh, for me with my job, since I don't get paid time off, I just go like, "Hey, I'm not working these days." They tend to get a little yeah. butt hurt if I'm like, "I'm not working these days," and then also I'm not working these days, so it's easier for me if I have parts of my trip spaced out through the year because they won't remember oh. that I took three weeks off to go to New Zealand in May if I don't go to you know if I'm going to Scotland in. I yeah, don't know September. You know what I mean? I feel like
1: I feel like if yeah yeah totally. So I feel like because of the way this is getting spaced out though, we probably are going to have to put the the England or Europe part in the September to November range,
0: right? Yeah, the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. For us that's the easiest. But um it also if if it's January, the first week of January or whatever, if it's that time of the year too, that works too. As long as it doesn't count oh i get what you're
1: saying yeah yeah, that would work that would count yeah would right
0: count. if we did it right away in 2019 we hopped over to england or something or, or the uk or scott yeah because yeah, I, I think you. i also think scott's tournament um is in the very beginning of the year okay so if we did like a, a five day or and hopped out that might be worth doing so we have yeah, some,
1: think, yeah. so we have we some got a lot going on but i think
0: yeah. we got a good framework here yeah so uh I feel like we just answered a question about stickers and went on for a long time about other shit. Any other questions? There was definitely
1: a second question in there. (laughs) Uh, No, that was Randy's question. He also (laughs) asked us, how do we feel about the big FAQ that just came out? He said, too little, not what you wanted, or do you not even care, you filthy animals?
0: Um, I would say that when it comes to I saw a tweet that I really agreed with, and it was that FAQs should be to answer questions and not shift metas. So that's what this FAQ did. And I really, I feel that's what it is. If you want the meta to sh- the meta is already shifting every year. Why do you need it to shift twice now, a year? Now, hold on.
1: So, Joe, I, you're right, but they did say when they set out to to have two big FAQs a year, they said their goal was to, to balance out parts of the meta that were getting unbalanced or to to, mm-hmm. to level the playing field. So, like, I, I agree with you. I think an FAQ should just be answering questions and should not be to to invalidate someone's army. But they also sort of said that that was their intent, which, if that was their intent, I think they failed. But also, with that, I probably think that what they did, like, they don't need to do a heavy touch every time.
0: No, because if they did, even if they, you gotta think about it, bro, like, some of us as hobbyists move miniatures very fast, and some of us don't, but... I would say on average most of us by the time they get an army on the table if it changes within three months uh, that might be good for Games Workshop I'm not going to be able to do that you know what I mean like I'm not going to be able to remain competitive so I'm actually kind of happy with the idea of the meta being the same for a year before it changes and if people want it every six months if you can't handle it waiting a year like I don't know what to tell you man it just seems like like I I get it Daughters of Cain are super good right now Nagash is super good right now. But that's going to shift in June when the fucking book comes out. When General's Handbook comes or, out. Yeah, or like if
1: a, if a strong shooting army comes out, like Nagash is going to have a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's like, you have to remember that this game isn't strictly designed around tournament play.
1: Competitive play. I it's completely not. agree. It's yeah. not.
0: We make it about that. And that's great. And it's nice that the company's finally trying to accommodate us. Because they didn't years ago but, no, also, but also what you're expecting from them is unreasonable for them to be fixing rules they already put out and faqs and dropping them and totally shifting the game and balancing it out perfectly while they're also producing new miniatures for multiple game systems multiple rule sets you got lord of the rings that's getting new stuff out and you just want and want and want and uh, unfortunately we were in part of a niche community that doesn't generate enough revenue for them to crank shit out I yeah, mean, this isn't fucking Fortnite, you know? This isn't a multi-billion no, dollar honestly, industry. I don't,
1: I don't want it to be. I, exactly. Like, if it, I if don't either. If it became either. that, I would, I would find it a lot less accessible. Because I, when I show up to tournaments that I've been to or tournaments where I have friends, it feels like I'm just showing up to a family reunion. I'm like, hey, I haven't seen this guy in, like, five months. I'm so hyped to see them. I'm excited to see my friends. Just hang out and get some beers, right? But, yeah. like, as soon as it becomes a big commercial thing, uh, any random the person the gathering. is coming in trying to get... Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? Like, I want to have quality interactions, and I want to have lasting relationships. And if the scene gets huge, and if it becomes, like, the way um, StarCraft is in, in like, South Korea, I'm not going to show up to a tournament and know my opponents, or, like, know... Yeah. You know, well, this as, is, like, but it, it takes away the intimacy of it. This is Even why... A big, I... Like, a 200-person tournament is still pretty intimate. Like, you can still see people you know.
0: This is exactly why we don't play 40K, right? Because yeah. the cash prizes element and the that's what that distanced us from the scene. Because people are flashes in the pan there. When we've been playing Warhammer, Fantasy, and the AOS, the faces have stayed the same throughout time, and that means something yeah. to me. Even though I I know that it's not not great. That if, it, if stagnicity is not good, right? But at the same time, like is that a word? Yeah. But when you think about it, like. If you have the same people remaining in the scene, when new people come in, right. they're going to be molded by those people to play yeah. to play in a manner that isn't like rampant. Like, cause I mean, magic got rampant, right? People went on eBay; mm-hmm. they bought all the best cards. You know what I mean? They built these decks that didn't allow their opponents to play, and that's not really good for the game. So, no, that, not
1: at all. I completely agree. Yeah. And that said, like I think I think AOS has been really good at getting new people into the game, right? Like we've seen a lot more growth than we are used to. Yeah, my dog really wants to be in the podcast, but like you see a lot more people coming into the pod into the into the hobby, and that's really good. But I don't want to see it explode. I yeah. think there's a happy medium where it's at.
0: Well, well I remember when in the '90s, I Imagine the Gathering had like, um, they had commercials and shit, right? And that wasn't really that yeah. that was bad for the game. It brought a bunch of people into the game that didn't do much for it they kind of just heard it right so yeah so on the overall i I don't i don't think gw needs to be putting out meta shifting facts that often
1: right Um, but to answer his question one thing a couple things i did like from the faq was making the doppelganger cloak once per game i think it's still good it's still useful mm -hmm. uh it it forces you to think about it instead of being pretty much an auto take um There are a couple other little balancing factors I thought were fine, but I don't think that they did a lot, and I'm okay with that. But my big takeaway is like we're not going to see vampire lords on zombie dragons just being basically invincible because of that doppelganger cloak.
0: Yeah, agreed. Because of the fact, also, we play a game where you're not investing points strictly for magic items.
1: Agreed. Yeah, that would be a hundred point item if it was every turn. Yeah, in like in like old eighth ed. Now it's like a forty point item that's still really good. Once agreed. per game, using it in the in the right time, like because he's not going to fight every unit he needs to avoid. You can you can still you can just play better. <laughs> yeah, I'll never know about that, but I'm sure one could play better.
0: Yeah. yeah, agreed. All right,
1: last last question comes from Mini Stomp. This is not specifically for us, but we wanted to discuss it because it's a great question. Question is: What if there was a raffle? One hundred dollars to enter. One winner gets one. Item of everything released IGW in two thousand nineteen. Would people enter? Yes. What do you
0: think? Yes. Any any follow ups? No.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would,
0: you, would, you, would you buy
1: more than one ticket, Joe?
0: Fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't think that should be an option.
1: Oh, I think you're right.
0: I think it's a good. Yeah, I, and you have
1: someone spending five hundred bucks on five tickets, and then super butthurt when he loses.
0: Yeah, yeah. no. I honestly, I think it's that's a good idea for mini Stump. Like, if he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna sell multiple tickets because he'll probably make more money." <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, like there's gonna be like at least twelve douchebags that buy five hundred dollars worth of shit, and he's like, "All right, thirty six hundred dollars worth of product for him." How much, how might much be do you the,
1: think it would cost to buy one of every single thing GW puts out for the whole year? Uh you know that that's a good point between like five thousand, ten dollars, I like how does it how many people have to enter to make it worth it for Mini Stomp?
0: Yeah. For example. Alright. Last year they dropped a ton of new shit. Like last year had a ton of releases, bro. Yep. Between, and I
1: think we can expect the same this year.
0: Between forty K, Lord of the Rings, AOS, and then all the standalone games, they dropped tons mm-hmm. of kits. But the way I look at it is if I won that raffle, if I paid the 100 bucks and won that raffle, I would be able to take all of the 40K shit and all of the specialist games like Necromunda and the box games, yep. sell them on eBay, definitely make money. Oh, yeah. And then also have you all also- this... I also sell all yeah. the AOS shit that I don't want and then <laughs> buy the 12 other box sets for all the other shit to make an army. Like the one army I want from the drop that year. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: I could just wrap it up. But I you know what I, I'm gonna say that's kinda making me a little bummed out, dude? Yeah. And everyone's kinda pumped up about Gloom Spite is where's our keeper of secrets, dude? Dude, it's coming. Relax. There's We're, gonna be No.
1: There's gonna be a Slanesh the, release. They
0: fucked us. <laughs> that's they, what
1: Slanesh does.
0: Yeah, I know. They fucked they us. Fucked you.
1: No, I bet you I bet you that comes out before the end of February. I would I would bet you money.
0: All right, how about I, you bet me a uh, an entry in the mini stumps uh, in the mini stumps uh, contest. Raffle? Into his raffle. If it happens, yes. If and it...
1: If, so the loser buys the winner the, the yeah. entry.
0: So there's no Keeper Secrets yeah. by February yeah. 29th. No, no, no. No, no,
1: If there's no if there's no just No. If it's
0: release. If it's not. No. Keeper Secrets is my that's mine. It's the new model. So it
1: have to be up for pre-order by February 28th, or does it have to be released? Or, like, um, just, like, teased, even?
0: No, it has to be released by February 28th.
1: Pre-order or actual walk into a store and buy it? Pre-order.
0: Pre-order. I'll take your money. I'll do pre-order. Yeah. If you get paid for it, it's out. Yeah. Alright. Done. (laughs) So, so many stop. The only way that this works, (laughs) the only way this thing happens is if you actually make this contest real. Otherwise, this whole bet is pointless. No, no,
1: no. no. If, If it... If that raffle doesn't happen, you buy me a Keeper if it doesn't come out. Or if it does come out. And if it doesn't, I buy you
0: one. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> if, it doesn't come out, <laughs> if it doesn't come out, I'll buy you one. Like, what does that mean? What's its hypothetical price? When it when it does come out. <laughs> oh, it's never coming out. All right, how about this? If it doesn't come out, you have to buy me the Forge World one. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right, win-win. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. I
1: made I made a bet with Anthony. By the way, uh, I was like, man, I'm I'm really certain there's gonna be like a big monster coming out with Gloomspite. He goes, I don't think there is, man. I, I just don't think there's gonna be a big monster.
0: The troll, dude. And that so, troll's massive.
1: If he's not, so here's what we agreed. Basically, was it like if it's not if it's like on an eighty or hundred mil base, that's not a like a large monster. That's like a medium sized monster. But if he's on a bigger than a hundred mil base. I win. Uh, or like cuz we also I thought there was going to be like a centipede or something cuz there was like uh when it flipped through the book someone took a screenshot of a, a frozen page.
0: Yeah, but it was just like it two maggot like
1: <laughs> It's probably just a mangler swig <laughs> from like a specific angle. But anyway, uh, so the bet was if I win Anthony has to buy me uh, like a keeper of secrets or something like that uh, like a big monster and if I lose then I have to buy him whatever the biggest model or kit is in the Glimpse Fight release.
0: <laughs> I hope, so it's, I, I, I hope I, it's like a $250 model. <laughs> but,
1: but it's on a 40 mil base. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if it was that expensive, you would assume it would be on a big old base.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking oh, great. Wait,
1: hold on, I think I already win because the terrain piece has to be on a big old base. That's definitely cheating.
0: I'm going <laughs> to say that. Yeah, definitely cheat though. <laughs> I would, 100%.
1: Right, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so that's been it for our user questions. The other two things we were going to do this episode were talk about our expectations for Moonclan and talk about the the world tour. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with the Moonclan release,
0: dude? No, I'm just super happy with it. So I would say on um, the overall, this is this is the best AOS release since Deepkin because Deepkin was a whole new army. This feels like a whole new army.
1: Yeah the same, same level as, like, Caradron.
0: Yeah. Da, where it's like, this is yeah, a very whole unique, the AOS. Yeah. Um, even though it's still using some of the older models, it's okay, because it's getting so much new shit. Whereas, like, yeah. um, Daughters of Cain didn't really get that... Like, they got a lot of new shit, but it wasn't as yeah. much... Like, this feels like it's more, to me. It, the it more feels, new models. It feels like
1: a fully redoing, minus Battle line
0: Yeah. Well, even that. I, so I read somewhere that it looks like it's going to have like eight fucking optional battle lines. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So um,
1: I feel like we're going to see a lot of squigs. Yeah. We're oh, see tons something
0: of squigs. something you and I talked about on the phone that I wanted to mention on the air before we go was how do we feel about the new armies all getting terrain pieces?
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I was really hoping because so in Warhammer community recently they teased that you get to buy this terrain piece for free which is fine. It seems like every army is getting this now, which I get that they're trying to mix up tables and make it interesting and everyone has an extra incentive to to pick up more more stuff. I kind of think it's it's going to become a bit of a cop-out mechanism soon. I was really hoping that it was something that only they could purchase, but it wasn't free or just something different than like maybe they have to summon it, something that's not just you put down this cave or, on or something
0: table. that wasn't an auto include, right?
1: Yeah, and like Auto include being it comes with your army because like people say to use the phrase auto include to be like man evocators gators are auto include no you can build a very good list without them you don't need yeah. them it makes your list good but you don't need them I these terrain pieces are literally an auto include in these armies it is part of the army
0: yeah I, so here's what I'm starting to feel as a tournament gamer and someone who travels they are starting to make Warhammer armies almost impossible to fly with yeah. It's becoming so hard to like so I recently bought a Magna system and I put um my deepkin in there and it all the models are so big that like Yeah. If I so if I make my Magna Rack so that everyone who's tall can fit on the bottom, I can't fit all of my infantry. Because I have to lose a whole sheet. So, like, I have to, like, take everything apart. It was, like, a real pain in the dick. And this is the largest size case that I can fit, my, like, in carry-on.
1: As a carry-on.
0: Yeah. Because I can't be at the airport and have them take my army away. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just get fucking no. destroyed. So, yep. on the... When it comes to, game like, playing as a tournament gamer, you have to kind of start designing your army around, like, what is going to fit in on the plane with me
1: in my tupperware yeah exactly yeah, fuck
0: you um like because my deepkin army are a tough army to travel with and like i'm not really looking to fly uh internationally with right. them i need to design with, a l-
1: with two boats and a turtle and
0: well the, t- t- that's the thing is my boats don't fit in my Magna rack they have to go in a fucking chew box and like in my in my backpack, which I'm not happy about. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I put time into the boats. And I mean, they're not amazing or anything, but still, it's like, yo, I painted this. I spent all this time, and now it has to become like second to the rest of the miniatures. So.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's that's super reasonable. I so like the the feculent Maw, Right? Like that's a pretty small terrain piece.
0: That's great. It's but a, a Nurgle
1: it, but a Nurgle player is like has the capacity to put out like five or six of them. Yeah. So that's a lot... And like, think about the Citadel Wildwoods. Like, I, I saw people at Adepticon rolling up with like a separate cart, like a bin for all their Wildwoods.
0: Yeah, so like Sylvaneth have become an army you can't fly with.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it sucks that it looks like Gloomspite gits are going to have the same problem. Although, if you just made like a Trogoth army, you'd probably have pretty low model count, and it probably can fit. But yeah, the point still stands that it's, it's a minimal... It's not a feasible army to, to take with you everywhere.
0: Yeah. So um, I guess yeah. I want to post a question before we call it a night um, to our listeners. is can, Maybe we can get some people to build lists and post them or email them to us. And what you think you, the, the best low model count competitive list that would be easy to fly with so yeah that's a great question so like let's let's get the community involved in this if you had to have an army that you could fit in a bag that was carry-on that you knew would be safe so it has to be able to fit in that it's like 17 by 11 by 14 space design this design a list that can do that or maybe 17 by 21 by 14 something like that look it up design a list that can be competitive and fit and be safely traveled without breaking and also bonus design a fucking an army that could fit on a display board that you can also fit in that space also
1: like real i mean this is a really reasonable thing for you to ask but extra credit question buy and paint those for us and mail them to us at the address that i gave you earlier yeah those address is 314 whitestone what was
0: it yeah i'm not going to give my address out on the internet all right what about your social security Uh zero one
1: nine one nine four three two one. Cool. Alright, well this has been Rage of Sigmar. Next episode we'll probably have our identity stolen and it will be brought to you by Vlad and Kevin from Bosnia.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for
1: listening, everybody. And remember stay ragey.
0: right. yeah, keep it ragey, motherfuckers.